You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. This is season one, episode number 38. This one we're calling up Finishing Reds Hot. That's right. The Cubs went ahead and swept the Reds right out of Wrigley Field. I am Dustin Rhodes, executive producer of the Mully and Haw Show on 670 The Score. Of course, we are your radio home for all Cubs baseball. Unfortunately, Crowley, as we do episode number 38, we are entering the final three games, and the home portion of the schedule is over. And I know you had a lot of fun over the last couple of days over at the Friendly Confines. Yeah, for those of you that aren't aware, the Cubs always do a great um, it's it's a fan appreciation weekend, and this year was more special. I think they they really kind of went out of their way to make it exciting. Um, they offered um, fans an opportunity to get autographs. So on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you could there was two different lines. There was a line for uh, alumni Cubs, and there were lines for current Cubs. And so um, Miggy, uh, uh, Miggy Montero was in. I talked to him for a little while. Lee Smith was in and Ray Burris were signing on Friday and Saturday. And on Sunday, Hall of Famer Ryan Sandberg was signing at Gallagher Way. So absolutely a lot of fun. And then, you know, they had a lot of guys, um, a lot of different pitchers. Uh, Hayden was there and uh, Adbert Alzali and just plenty of guys that were signing um, for fans inside the ballpark as well. Um, and then, you know, it's just, they, they do free seat upgrades. They do giveaways from Cubs Authentics, um, uh, all sorts of fun things that they had going on all weekend. So I think the Cubs really did a great job, uh, of making fans feel welcome. And we'll have plenty of time to dissect the autopsy of the 22, uh, Chicago Cubs. But, uh, you know, I left feeling, especially the way that this end of the season is kind of all played out. I, I'm, I'm leaving feeling very positive. I feel I got the 2014 vibes, like, you know, that last game when Rizzo was going after Chapman and the and the entire Reds uh, dug out, and you just kind of had a feeling that we're about to turn a corner. Yeah, let's get into the vibes once we wrap up the uh, series. Let's, uh, let's get into it, Crawley. Let's talk about Friday afternoon. We had all-day baseball, the way God intended it, as you like to say, right, this past weekend. So game number one that we're going to talk about was Friday afternoon. Adrian Sampson on the hill, kind of our adopted guy this season. Let's uh, let's roll through this one. Yeah, Adrian Sampson versus Graham Ashcraft. You know, it was uh, top of the second. Jake Fraley hits a home run to right. So the Reds are out early, one nothing. But that's all they're going to get. Bottom of the second, Ian Happ with the leadoff single. Franmil Reyes followed that uh, up with uh, runners at second and third, no out. And so Nico Horner doubles and Happ and Reyes score. The Cubs take a two to one lead. Then Christopher Morrell, who has been red hot since being at Club 400, had a two out double. <laughs> that would get Nico in, and the Cubs would take a three to one lead. 
bottom of the third, say a Suzuki back, has the baby all excited, had a little blonde streak in his hair. Uh, he had a leadoff single. Patrick Wisdom strikes out. Ian Happ and Fran Mil Reyes drew back-to-back -back walks. Nico grounded into a force out. First baseman Donovan Solano threw it to second baseman Spencer Steer. They were going for the old 3-4-3 double play. Uh, Reyes is out at second, but Steer then on the way throwing it back to first threw it away. And so Happ and Suzuki score, and the Cubs now lead 5-1. to one. Jan Gomes hits a ground rule double scoring Nico. So that's the Cubs up 6-1, to one, and that would be the final. Cubs six, Reds one. Adrian Sampson, seven innings pitched, three hits, one run, two walks, six Ks. He does it again. Yeah. Unbelievable. He's, he's had, he really has had a really, really nice second half. And his, uh, Tommy Hadovy told Mully and Haw the other day, I thought this was really interesting. If you didn't hear the interview, I'll give you a little bit of it. But he said, you know, the one thing is you can never have too much starting pitching. So it kind of seems like the Cubs right now have a log jam of guys based on how guys finished up the year. Um, and then the whole idea of buying somebody for the top of that rotation. The Cubs right now are blessed and have a good problem with too much starting pitching right now. Yeah. And, and, and you know, it, you know, and you never know how, what happens year to year. You know, some of these guys have gone past the uh, innings they've pitched previously. You don't know how their arms are going to bounce back next year. Maybe some of these guys caught lightning in a bottle this year and it may not happen next year, but you'd rather have more pitchers than not enough. That's what Absolutely we know. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. The Cubs offense was on fire. Six runs on eight hits, five left on base, three for nine with runners in scoring position. Hap two for three. Horner was one for four with three RBIs. Gomes two for four with an RBI. For the Reds, Ashcroft only went 2.2 innings, gave up six hits, six runs, five earned, two walks, one K. The offense had one run on four hits, four left on base, 0 for 3 with runners in scoring position. Fraley had a good game. Uh, he, he was 3 for 4, but that was really the only one that did anything uh, for, the, for the Reds that day. And then before Crowley, that was a Friday game. The Cubs had um, Thursday off, right? And that was the when um, – that correct me if I'm wrong, but that is when the um, – the Cubs' uh, former right fielder who's leaving town, he met with the media, correct? Yeah, we talked about that last time. He met with the media, and um, that was obviously uh, pretty cool. He did a great job with that one. And um, in game two, they're going to recognize him, and that was really awesome. Um, it ended up happening uh, that he did the announcement on Thursday, and then on Saturday uh, you had him come out, and it was right about in before the game – Jason Hayward in full Cubs uniform uh, delivered the lineup card to the umpire. Okay, so that was, was very that's cool. That's what he did. Okay, he delivered the lineup card. Okay. And then in the middle of the fourth inning, the Cubs did this beautiful tribute to Jason Hayward. He comes out and, and the place just erupts. And out of his back pocket, he puts on, he slips on his World Series ring. Yeah, and that was very cool. Kind of made the fist. Yeah, the they put it up on the jumbotron. Yeah, that was very cool. And very the place cool. is shaking, and 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 the amount of love that Jay Hay has, especially. I mean, we we all know the story about what he did for David Ross, but there's such a a, a a mutual amount of respect between those two men, and to see you know to have Ross still in the dugout there and be there for Jay Hay was just amazing. Yeah, that was a hell of a uh, of a hug the two of them had out on the field. So, Carly, you were there. Let's go through it. Game number two. Drew Smiley was the starter. 
Yes, Miley versus Nick Lodolo. Lodolo pitched great, but we kind of joked about it because it was TBD on the last show. Right, we, right. we said, you know, we don't know who it's going to be, but, you know, you have Smiley and Miley. They're going to test them both. Maybe we'll have a Miley-Smiley game. And mm -hmm. uh, that's what we had, the Smiley-Miley game. Uh, so it is Drew Smiley that's going to start. Bottom of the second with two outs. David Bodie draws a walk. Nelson Velasquez will triple. David Bodie scores. Cubs are up one nothing. Top of the two, uh, third two outs, Spencer Steer doubles to left. Pal Farmer singles. Steer scores. Game's tied at one. It would stay tied at one until the bottom of the seventh with two outs. New daddy, Seiya Suzuki, homers on a fly ball to left center to put the Cubs ahead two to one. The, he was so excited, pumping his fist around first base. It was The place was just electric. It was so much fun. And uh, we've talked about the piggybacking before, and you definitely saw it there. For the Cubs, Smiley went three innings. He gave up that one run. Elzali pitched three shutout innings, and Miley pitched two shutout innings. And uh, Manrod and Brandon Hughes combined to finish the ninth. The offense only had two runs on three hits, eight left on base, over two with runners in scoring position. Say Velasquez and Morrell had big hits for the Cubs. For the Reds, Lodolo went five innings pitched, two hits, one run, five walks, five Ks. The uh, bullpen shut the Cubs' offense down until Say hit that home run, but the Reds' offense only had one run on four hits, five left on base, one for three with scoring position. And out of those four hits, Kyle Farmer had two of them. Yeah. So it was really cool to see Saya do what he did. And again, you were there. It had to be, like you said, it was absolutely electric. Came through off the speaker. I had that game on my Odyssey app, listening to the game, and it sounded fantastic off of that. But I can only imagine what it was like because it was a beautiful day on Saturday. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was a beautiful day, and just, just like I said, just everybody's was was. Knowing that it was the end, but but kind of just having positive feelings and and the way that the Cubs have been playing lately, it's it's it just you know baseball's more fun when the Cubs are winning. That's always been the saying, you know. And so you're sitting here looking at the Cubs. They're one of the hottest teams in baseball right now. They've won nine of their last ten. Okay, they got a seven game winning streak going. Yeah. And you know whatever you play the teams that are in front of you, but it's just been, it's been fun to watch. Right. We were worried at one point that the Cubs are going to lose another hundred game season. And now they can't even lose 90 games this year. So, um, you know, some might think that's a mistake, but as it winds up, I, I think, and especially for you and the people that get to a lot of games, um, it's had to be a lot more fun than sitting there. If they were approaching Loss number 100. All right, game three, Crowley. Marcus Stroman had a wonderful start, wonderful afternoon, really finishing up the uh, season for himself really well. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. How about how about this for a game? Last game of the season, Strowman versus Chase Anderson. Bottom of the first, Zach McKinstry doubles. Wilson, he gets a nice long ovation. We'll talk about that. There was plenty of those. He gets hit by a pitch. Saya walks. He got the bases loaded, no outs. Anderson walks Ian Happ. So he walks in the run. Cubs lead one nothing. Nico hits one to first baseman Donovan Solano. They get half at second, but Nico hustling out of the box. 
avoids the double play. Wilson scores. Runners at the corner. Cubs are up 2-0. Fran Mail Reyes singles. Seas scores. Nico to second. That makes it 3-0. Higgins. They walk P.J. Higgins. Anderson walks P.J. Higgins to load the bases. Anderson. Chase Anderson is chased from the game. Basically, if you're going to walk P.J. Higgins, you're, you're done. Yeah. And so he's out. Fernando Cruz into the game. He gets Bodie to strike out swinging. But with two outs, Nelson Velasquez had himself a game. He doubles. Nico and Fran Mill score, and the Cubs are up 5 nothing in the bottom of the first. Nice uh, nice setup there for Marcus Stroman, right? You get five runs uh, up there before you get out there again for the second inning. Yeah, and, and, and you know, it was just – you're just watching this, and I think the inning was like 40, 45 minutes. They're th- you know, the pitchers, you know, Chase Anderson threw like 50 pitches – you know, it was, and everyone was just fired up. Bottom of the fourth, one out, Seiya Suzuki singles, half doubles, Nico with the sack fly, Seiya scores at six, nothing. Top of the seventh, Mark Leiter's on the mound. Um, Mike Sinai singles, Chris, uh, Chucky Robinson grounds out, Sinai goes to second, TJ Friedel strikes out, and then Jonathan India, it was just a little looper, kind of a little cheap hit that, that went, you know, over the infielders and Siani scores and the Cubs lead is six to one. Bottom of the seventh, Nico again singles. Reyes with the ground rule double that bounced out of the park. Uh, Nico to third, Higgins and Bodie strikeout singing once again with two outs. Nelson Velasquez triples. Horner and Reyes score, and the Cubs increase their lead eight to one. Um, you know, there's a couple big stories here to talk about with uh, Stroman. Six innings pitched, five hits, zero runs, two walks, seven Ks. The offense had eight run on 12 hits, 10 left on base, three for 16 with runners in scoring position. Suzuki, two for four. Hap, three for four. Reyes, two for five. Velasquez, two for three. Chase Anderson got one out, gave up two hits, five runs, walked three, and that was his day. Didn't even make it through the first. The offense had one run on seven hits, eight left on base, one for four with runners in scoring position. Jonathan India, two for three. But the two big stories here, number one is Stroman and the way that he finished off the season. That was his last start of the season. And, you know, he missed two weeks in May with COVID. And all of June he missed with a right shoulder injury. And he talked about how he just kind of was out of sorts a little bit with the way that the lockout shortened spring training. He never really kind of got into his groove. But let's kind of take a look here what happened since he came back from the injured list. He makes 16 starts, goes 91 innings with a 256 ERA. That's got to give Cub fans, you know, plenty to be excited about, you know, and and that's the guy that we were hoping to see all season. And, you know, I think he really hit his stride at the end. Absolutely. I mean, really, really good ending for him. Something to um, build on in the offseason. I don't think Stroman is an ace, but maybe you could make the argument as a a number two guy, depending on who that ace was. But with some of the guys that are coming back next year, maybe Stroman's a really, really solid number three. And then, of course, Crowley, the second story, Wilson Contreras in his uh, potentially farewell part two at Wrigley Field. Yeah, we did this once before. We we, we did it again, you know, Um, every time. Wilson was up the bat. Everybody was just cheering. And if you ever go to the last game of the season, um, the last game of the season is very special. The players all come out usually and they'll throw a bunch of balls all over the stadium. You know, usually they usually just do that to the bleachers occasionally right around the, you know, the left field side, but here they throw so many balls to everybody. 
This time, the, all the players came out to sing Go Cubs Go and to salute the fans. I haven't seen them do that for a while, um, and, and that was really great. And Wilson was there just, you know, he said, quote, I know this is the last game of the season, especially the last home game of my journey with the Cubs. Just going to go out there with my head up high and keep doing the best for the team into the last day. And he was the last one out there on the field doing that, soaking it in. Um, and, and just the fans, there were signs everywhere and, and people loved it. And, and, you know, it's the reality of this situation is coming to a head. Wilson said, this could have been my home for my whole career, but I got to a moment in my career that is like a dream come true. I earned my spot in free agency and I'm looking forward to it. So I think there's part of Wilson that, that, that loves the fans and loves the city, but feels disrespected and slighted by the organization. And, uh, he's going to test the market and, there's no saying for sure that he's not coming back, but it just, it really looks hard at this point, Dustin, to see right. how that happens. In, in the little line there, almost passive aggressive, right? I've earned my place in free agency and I'm going to explore it. Just, oh, by the way, Cubs, just, just so you know, just so you know, I've earned this and now I'm going to go do it. Thank you very much. So again, if that was the end, I guess so be it. Um, I guess if anything, feel fortunate Cubs fans that we got the little bit of extra time we did. I'll say it's not over till it's over. Let's see what exactly the market will bear for him. There's going to be a qualifying offer. There's no doubt about that. They aren't going to let him walk out for absolutely nothing. They'll get a draft pick. Worst case scenario. Yeah. And, 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 you know, he, he just, like I said, you know, he, it's, it's, you remember that first at bat first pitch he sees home run. You know, you remember that, that I mean, he's the starting catcher for game seven of right. the World Series for the Chicago yep. Cubs of all teams. Right. I mean, there, there's so many awesome memories of Wilson. And, you know, I, I feel very blessed and very fortunate that I got to be with friends and my wife and, and a lot of a lot of like I said, it's the bleachers were packed. The bowl, not so much. Um, you know, it's Sunday. The, the Bears are on. But but for anybody that truly loves the Cubs. The last game of the season always truly is a special one. And, uh, you know, the one thing I do want to give my tip my hat to is I, I gave the Cubs a real hard time last year on Twitter because for the first time ever, they had some country guy. I don't know. I'm not a country fan, Dustin. Sorry. But they had some country guy singing the seventh inning stretch on the last home game of the season. That has traditionally always been the grounds crew that got to sing the seventh inning stretch. And I was not happy last year when the grounds crew did not get their opportunity because those guys bust their butts day in, day out to make Wrigley Field that beautiful federal landmark that we all know and love. It, it doesn't just happen. There's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that goes into that. And so last year I, I tweeted at Cubs, which I usually don't do because I know the guys that run the Cubs Twitter account and they're great people, but it was the only way I was going to get my voice heard. And a lot of the workers at Wrigley thanked me for that after saying, Crawley, 100% right. That's the grounds crews. That's their day. That's the one day where we as fans get to show our appreciation to the uh, grounds crew and say thank you for the work that you guys do because they're awesome. And, and, and so I'm glad that the Cubs recognize that lapse in judgment in 2021 and that the ground, uh, that it was corrected and the grounds crew is back out there where they belonged, getting the accolades that they absolutely deserve. Amen to that. Amen. And uh, I believe it was Sunday, but correct me, maybe Saturday. I had a really busy weekend and the days kind of got confused my Saturdays and Sunday, but didn't, uh, 
Didn't Vincent do an unbelievable rendition of the anthem either Saturday? Or oh, Saturday? that was Saturday. 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 Okay. Johnny Vincent gave it 110% on that one. That was, I've gotten to know John over the years and you'll never find a guy like, he just has such a big heart. He's a big giant teddy bear and he's got those big pipes. And, and, and what we used to do is we used to, on Twitter, we would get the stopwatch. So when you hit the free, we would hit it and see how many, I didn't do that this time. But I will tell you, the free was extended, and he was given it every ounce that he had there. There's so much that happened this weekend, Dustin. It's like I, I, I I'm, I'm. It's like so much. It's like you just reminded me of that, and I was like, right. oh my god, yeah, absolutely, that happened. That was pretty it's, cool. Uh, yeah, it was I awesome. It, I heard it on the score. They did a great job carrying it. I love that they always do their best to carry the anthems.